Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our Lisk series, our Long Island serial killer series continues. And I've said it a million times. Uh, I believe it's killers. S at the end of that. And again, I would love to say, boy, what breakthroughs we made this week or came out. And uh, no, not really. But yesterday, what happened was a former DA, Tom Spoda, and the head of public corruption, political corruption, Chris McPartland, was sentenced to five years each in federal prison. And they were sentenced for protecting the police chief, covering up the, the police chief, Jimmy Burke, who was appointed by current county executive, talking about running for governor, Steve Ballone. And what a mess this whole situation is. If you had to put a label on what the most corrupt county exec administration is, there wouldn't even be an argument. It's indisputable. The Steve Ballone administration now is officially, by far, the dirtiest, most corrupt administration that you could ever imagine. And it all starts with Steve Ballone appointing his friend Jimmy Burke to be police chief, knowing that there's a 2,000-page internal affairs report that has him involved with prostitutes, him with a DWE, him being arrested, him meaning Jimmy Burke, being arrested by state troopers, and God knows what else is in there, but 2,000 pages, 2,000 pages. So again, a refresher here. Ballone appoints his friend, Jimmy Burke, to be police chief. Spoda doesn't know about it until the very end. Issued a letter, they they said, he issued a letter in support. So did McPartland, a letter in support, but this is well after it was already decided. And they, they put that to show unity and whatever. But I'll repeat, Tom Spoda said to me, he said, Frankie, it was a punch in the effing gut. It was a punch in the effing gut. And he wasn't running away from it. He said, you know me. I love Jimmy. I'd do anything to help Jimmy. I'd never stand in his way. But the way they did it, and they meant Steve Ballone, Jimmy, and Bobby Strickoff. Steve Ballone's childhood buddy. So now it's officially done. Tom Spoda, district attorney, was sentenced to five years along with, again, get this, Chris McBartland, but get the title. He was in charge of political corruption. Got five years. They covered up Jimmy Burke beating up Christopher Loeb who stole 
a bag full of pornography, a gun belt, not a gun, a gun belt, some clips, some gun clips, and some other things. Loeb called Burke a pervert, and Burke, while Loeb was handcuffed, beat the hell out of him. He slapped the hell out of him, a handcuffed young guy who broke into other cars, but broke into Burke's car, probably accidentally, I'm sure, and Burke got a hold of him after a night of drinking and beat the living hell out of him. And they went to cops and Spoda and McPartland and Burke, the administration, covered up Steve Ballone's hand-picked police chief, Jimmy Burke, who should have never been there in the first place. In fact, Spoda, it was brought up today, Spoda said to Burke, you should have stayed with me, and this never would have happened. You should have stayed with me. It's very true. Tom Spoda thought that Burke, if he was elevated to something like that, would get himself in trouble. Tom Spoda was right. But not only did Jimmy Burke get himself in trouble, 46 months in jail with no trial, by the way. He just pled guilty as soon as he possibly could. He pled guilty. And you know what Ballone did? He went, thank God. Thank God. You know what Strickoff did? He said, thank God this guy pled guilty. But the appointment of Jimmy Burke alone, the same guy that he and Steve Ballone, Jimmy Burke and Steve Ballone, as soon as they got in there, they got rid of the old guys. They got rid of Dormer. They got rid of Dominic Verone, everyone else. They cleared out those folks, didn't ask them any questions, didn't debrief them, got rid of the FBI as soon as they could, and they stopped the investigation of the Long Island serial killing. Even though 10 to 16 bodies were soon... to be claimed by this list, by this monster. Monsters, I'd say, monsters. So this one move alone, just this one move, it, it's unbelievable that Steve Ballone would make this move, but he put Jimmy Burke in charge of one of the largest police forces in the United States, Suburban police force, thousands of police officers under Jimmy Burke's control. And the guy was a known criminal beforehand. 2,000 page internal affair report. A 2,000 page internal affair report that was completely ignored by Ballone. So now the police chief did 46 months. The DA, because of this appointment and covering up for Ballone's appointment, who he knew and he 
wanted to protect, loved him, loved Jimmy. Tom Spoda, covered up, is going to spend five years in prison. And get this, the head of political corruption, top aide, Chris McPartland, wire tap expert, Chris McPartland, is going to do five years for covering up for Jimmy Burke. Just what I said there, there is nothing more corrupt that you could possibly come up with. I mean, the first part, it's a serial killing, right? It's a serial killing. That alone, if, if nothing else happened other than, than them covering up a serial killing, them meaning Balone and Burke, putting them there, getting rid of the FBI, and now the DA and the head of political corruption, top aide, to add to the 46 months that Jimmy Burke, the hand-picked police chief of Steve Malone, by far, without question, this is the dirtiest, the most corrupt county exec administration that you could ever imagine. In fact, I don't even know what's second. I don't know who would come in second place. It's so far ahead of anything else. A DA, his top aide, and the police chief, appointed by Jimmy Burke, went down covering up. The, the other guys went down covering up for Steve Ballone's appointed criminal police chief. So Steve Ballone, congratulations. You're number one. And I mean, you are undisputed. Number one, most corrupt county exec. You head the most corrupt county exec administration that there's ever been in history. Just think about that. You're number one. Congratulations, Steve. Number one. And nobody could even claim to be number one over you. We don't even know who number two is. You're so far ahead of them. The police chief that you chose caused all of this. Why did you pick Jimmy Burke? I don't want to hear somebody told you or Spoda told Spoda didn't know about it. Or that somebody else recommended. Come, come on. You knew Burke. You were close to Burke. Bobby Strickoff was very close to Burke. There's two reasons why Steve Ballone would pick Jimmy Burke. There's only two reasons that make sense to me. One is that he was in on all of this stuff that we've talked about. The, the sex parties, everything going on with it. You know, I, I got to believe it's mostly sex. And it was mostly about these sex parties that they had. Allegedly. 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 It's got to be that. Or, if it's not that. Jimmy Burke 
had something seriously harsh, deadly, politically deadly, on Steve Ballone, and he made him do it. It's one of those two, right? I mean, it's either he was in league with him, he was in partnership with him, or that he had something on him. Why would he put a guy in like Jimmy Burke? Why would he do it? 2,000 page internal affairs report. By the way, the next part of this, the next part of this is that Steve Ballone's next hand-picked person, first police commissioner, and the boss, former boss for 15 months of Jimmy Burke, after the low beating, the beating that Jimmy Burke gave as police chief. Just think of what this sounds like, right? The police chief beat this guy who suffers from a terrible drug addiction, heroin addiction, and Jimmy Burke beat him while he was handcuffed. And again, Spoda, DA, and McPartland, chief aide, and the head of political corruption. Just the head of political corruption are doing five years each for covering up for Jimmy Burke, someone that they knew, or at least Spoda knew, should have never been in that position because something like this was bound to happen. And he did it. Steve Ballone put him in that situation. Roger Shannon was the deputy commissioner under Richard Dormer. And he's been on this show. We did a two-parter with him. And a great guy. He's, you know, he's almost 80 years old. Maybe he's over 80 years old. And he's retired from the Suffolk County Police Department. And by the way, by all accounts, very clean, as 99% of these cops are very clean. I mean, these, we have a great police force in Suffolk County. Don't let anybody paint them all with the same brush because of Jimmy, because of what happened here, because of Balone. There are great cops, men and women out there, that despise what happened here. Completely despise it. But Roger Shannon said, he said on record, wasn't off record, he said that McPartland came to him and this is before Ballone got in there. And he said, we would like Jimmy Burke's IR, IA rather, internal affairs records. He went, actually didn't go to Shannon. He went to, he went to the head of IA, internal affairs. So he called up Shannon and said, boss, Chris McPartland's here and he wants... Jimmy, Jimmy Burke's internal affairs report. So Shannon said back, well, fine. Ask him what he wants, the originals or the copies, indicating that he's not going to give them both, right? So he went back and he told them this. McPartland was very disappointed that that was the answer. But it was the proper answer, right? That's the proper answer. Did he want the originals? Did he want whatever? Once Ballone got in there, 
and appointed Jimmy police chief. And they got rid of Shannon. They got rid of Dormer. They got rid of Verone. They got rid of all of those guys. Do you think... <laughs> I, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> do, you, do you think anybody told Jimmy Burke or Chris McPartland that they're not giving them both sets if they wanted it of the IA report on Jimmy Burke? Do you think Steve Ballone or Jimmy Burke would allow anybody to say no? There's a... There's a Quick answer to this, or, or a quick proof of this. Tim Sinney, who, by the way, I started saying before and I got sidetracked, Tim Sinney was his boss, was Jimmy Burke's boss for 15 months and could have fired Jimmy Burke at any time knowing what he did to Chris Loeb. And, of course, Ballone could have fired him at any time. You know when they fired him? And I've said this before. Guess, if you just tuning in. Guess when they fired him? Well, if you guess never, you're correct. If you guess never, you're right on. And if you went further and said they didn't even discipline him, you're right on. So the feds came in, got Jimmy Burke without even a trial, because he quickly copped a plea, admitted to it. We heard it yesterday in court. I was there listening. The feds were talking about at least Burke admitted it. Forty-six months without blinking an eye, he did. Did it standing on his head? He didn't want a trial. Ballone didn't want a trial. Sinney didn't want a trial. You imagine 15 months, Tim Sinney, our current DA, could have done something. He didn't. He didn't fire him. Didn't discipline him. They were friends. They were in league together. They were connected together. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When you hear Jimmy Burke, the first thing that should pop into your mind is Steve Ballone. Steve Ballone made Jimmy Burke. Spoda, of course, as, as a 14-year-old, got him to testify in the Pius case, which, <laughs> uh, who knows? We got to do a whole discussion on that. And he moved him through, and he was going to keep an eye on him. And of course, Jimmy Burke had so much influence in there, and Spoda let him get so much influence got to wonder what Jimmy Burke had on Tom Spoda all of that time all of those years but Sinny and Ballone had the right to fire Jimmy Burke at any time they were his bosses they could have fired him at any time they didn't they didn't discipline him why why didn't they did Jimmy have so much on them you got to wonder about that. But here's a, here's a question. This is a question for Tim Sinney and Steve Ballone. How many pages of that internal affairs report exist at this point? I've got hundreds of them, right, from different people giving them to me. I don't have 2,000 pages. 
but I have hundreds and hundreds of pages. How much do you want to bet that I have more than what's in internal affairs right now? Anybody can foil it, I imagine. Just go foil Jimmy Burke's internal affairs report. How much you want to bet that it's missing? You know why? Because when Ballone got in there and Chris McPartland went back and Roger Shannon wasn't there and they were talking to their own people in there, they said, give me Jimmy Burke's IA report. And the guy didn't come back and say, what do you want, the copies or the originals? He said, give them to me. I I'm assuming this happened. <laughs> These guys, if you heard, if you heard the, the trial, if you heard the sentencing today, you wouldn't think I'm exaggerating. You would think I'm underplaying what it is. Do you think that IA report exists once Steve Ballone got in there? I mean, that's got to be, uh, by the way, that's got to be uh, the crime, uh, the, the highest uh, crime that you could imagine. Destroying documents. Well, we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to be back. But, and we'll talk more about this. You're listening to the List series. And if you're wondering why after 10 years of people being killed and us knowing about it, and you're wondering why, when Steve Ballone took over and appointed his buddy, Jimmy Burke, convicted felon, now convicted felon, who just took down his mentor, Spoda, who was sentenced for five years, two five years, and McPartland, his good friend. This is all off of the Ballone appointment of Jimmy Burke to police chief. Police chief, Jimmy Burke, with a 2,000-page IA report. Guess how many pages are there now? I don't know. Maybe they're all there. Maybe they're in perfect shape. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Ballone, Cinny, and Jimmy Burke having complete control of the police department and the DA's office and everything else and Jimmy Burke having a scathing 2,000-page report, Ballone allowing a scathing 2,000-page report on the guy that he handpicked and put in there and didn't discipline, and Cinny didn't discipline. Anybody think there's 2,000 pages of a, an internal affairs report on Jimmy Burke that still exist? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Just Maybe. It's all right there. It's all perfectly there. I wonder. Frank McKay, signing off just for a, a moment or two. Got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more from our weekly LISC series. Breaking it down with Frank McKay. This is 103.9 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, our continuation, our part two of this week's LISC discussion. And if you've been listening and you wonder what everything that I just talked about has to do with LISC, 
what we know for sure about Lisk, about the Long Island serial killers, killers, S, at the end. There's no way one guy did this. Killers. If you're wondering what all of this has to do, here's the truth. We don't know who killed these women and, and one, one man and a toddler. But we know who covered up what happened. It's Jimmy Burke, who was appointed by Steve Ballone, the county executive, and the two of them together covered up the Lisk investigation. They got everybody out, including the feds. They had the feds leave. And if you want to see how they can cover something up, they covered up the beating of Christopher Loeb by Jimmy Burke, police chief, beating him up. And, and if you think that isn't a big deal, well, Ballone's handpicked police chief did 46 months, 46 months in federal prison for doing it. Pled guilty, copped a plea, no case that would have been scathing, scathing for Ballone, for Bobby Strickoff, his lifelong friend, and Spoda, and Burke. I was going to say he fell on the sword. He did it. He beat up Christopher Loeb, who was handcuffed at the time, and he beat the living hell out of him. But Jimmy, without blinking an eye, said, no way am I doing a trial. Can't. The same way he stopped in 1999, he had his attorney stop a deposition after 10 questions. 10 questions when 250 were going to be asked of him about Heather Malone during her divorce of Guy Malone about running a prostitution ring which is a fact I mean I could I could show you all if I could if you looked at the information that Guy Malone gave there's not a sane person in the world that would say, oh, no prostitution ring. So a guy in 99 who all but admitted to running a prostitution ring stopped after 10 questions, stopped the de deposition, had his lawyers stop it, and they lost that case. They just gave up on the divorce case on right in the middle of it because... The 240 other questions would have been devastating and proved that he, as a detective, was running a prostitution ring. So Steve Ballone, was it 12 years later? Is that my math right? 13 years later? Appointed Jimmy Burke with all of this police knowledge, the IA report, appointed this guy to be police chief. And that move gave complete control of the police department to Blown and his, his buddy, Jimmy Burke, who, again, either...
either is in league 100% with Ballone and Strickoff with whatever they do, allegedly, 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 or Jimmy Burke had so much on Steve Ballone before he became county exec that he wouldn't dare say no to Jimmy Burke. And again, if you need further proof that Burke controlled the situation, that Jimmy Burke, police chief, handpicked by Steve Ballone, who wants to run for governor, can you imagine? This guy, the most corrupt county executive in the history of Suffolk County, by far, nobody even close. Nobody even close. And his handpicked police chief, who along with Ballone, for a fact, chase the FBI out, chase the feds out of a serial killing and two other serious investigations, MS-13, the gang task force, got the feds out of everything. And then Jimmy Burke, as police chief, is responsible after being appointed by his buddy, Steve Ballone for taking down Spoda and McPartland, the DA, and the DA's chief aide, who are both going to do five years on the same thing. So, Lisk, anybody wonder why we have a belt after 10 years? Like, how can you cover up something? They covered this up. Well, they did a very poor job because they got busted doing it. You know how much easier it is to cover up whatever happened with all of this because of the interconnected relationships, political relationships, law enforcement, when we talk about Burke, relationships of a serial killing. They covered up a serial killing in the investigation of a serial killing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but it's very believable. I mean, they covered up, they went way out of their way to cover up the low beating. No murder involved there, but they knew it was serious. Let me give you an example here, and I don't know Lieutenant James Hickey at all, but by all accounts, this was a very close friend of Jimmy Burke, work friend at least. And his name came up several times in the sentencing yesterday of Spoder and McPartland. But let me give you one little side note because it's amazing to me. And I've never done, before this, before I started doing this, I never did true crime or, or, or covered any kind of criminal trials. But during the Spoda trial, Jimmy Hickey, Lieutenant James Hickey, testified that he was going to see Jimmy Burke, his friend, dear friend, good friend, And he was nervous, and I'm paraphrasing here. He was, he was afraid 
that when he went to see Jimmy Burke, that he was going to get killed. And the amazing thing to me is when I heard that, I'm thinking it's going to be a big headline or it would be big in the case of Spoda McPartland. But just think about it for a second. It just went passing by everybody. But I have friends, and I fight with friends. I argue with friends, and sometimes even big arguments with friends. I've never once in my life said, God, I'm going to see my friend. I hope I don't get killed. I hope my friend doesn't kill me. Gee, I'm going to see Bill. We had an argument. God, I hope you don't kill me. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, just think about it. You got friends, right? You got good friends. How often did you go to see them after an argument, after a fight? Did you seriously consider the fact that you might get killed when you see them? <laughs> what is it? The Sopranos? I, I mean, are you are you kidding me? But Lieutenant James Hickey said that. He swore in, in federal court. And it's and, and it's not even an afterthought. Like Newsday didn't have this big headline saying Hickey testifies that he was afraid Burke would kill him. I don't think there was a single headline about it. It was mentioned in an article. But I mean to me that's that's a headline, right? A <laughs> guy thinks Jimmy Burke is gonna kill him. His friend thought he was gonna kill him. Steve Ballone appointed Jimmy Burke to be police chief of Suffolk County Police Department. Steve Ballone, who wants to run for governor, think about it, is by far, is by far, without question, the most corrupt county executive that has ever existed in, in Suffolk County. Anyway, again, I'll say it again. I don't even know who is in second place. You can say what you want. You can say, you know, you, you want to bring up Levy? He gave up $4 million. We don't know what Levy gave up $4 million for, right? I remember Newsday and Spoda going after Levy after he switched right from the Democrat to the Republican, and they went after him. And then they got him, and he gave up $4 million. Now, anybody who knows Levy, he's not a very generous guy with his money. He doesn't throw his money around. I, Steve Levy wouldn't give up $4,000 for no reason. So we don't know what happened there. But you can't say, you can't say that's even close. We don't know what he did. There was no follow-up even in Newsday saying, what, you know what he did? This is what he did. This is why he gave up $4 million. So don't even put Levy in the same category as Ballone. Ballone appointed Jimmy Burke to be police chief, immediately got the former police commissioner, who basically was, Jimmy was taken over for, he took police chief so he can get overtime and get more, more money. He would have taken commissioner if that worked. He gave him whatever he wanted. 
All right, so Steve Ballone puts in Jimmy Burke. They get rid of the commissioner, and they get rid of the the head of the investigation, Dominic Verone, the uh, detective in charge, and they get rid of the feds, and they stop an investigation on a serial killing, and they don't even ask those guys what they knew. And I've said this a million times, as far as I can tell, and any time there's anybody from Oak Beach that is willing to talk to me, they know I call. You know, I call, I talk to them, I sit with them, I buy them lunch. Oak Beach, Gilgo, West Gilgo, whatever. I will, I will meet and I will ask questions. What I got is that the, the whole investigation after that point, after Jimmy Burke and Steve Ballone kicked the FBI out, basically 13 elderly people were asked to look at pictures of beautiful young women who were murdered in their 20s. And they were asked 80-year-old people, 70-year-old people, who never would have seen these people in a million years because they don't go to parties at Bobby Strickloff's house or wherever these people allegedly, allegedly, allegedly go. Strickloff's house, which is also friends of Steve Ballone. We're not saying anybody killed these people. Killed these women, for the most part, women. But what we are saying is that they covered it up. They covered up Lisk. And if you want to see how they operate, read the transcript or watch the film if they have it of the prosecutors who did a you know did a great job the prosecutors going through this by the way when i say this i mean the sentencing of spoda and mcpartland jimmy burke's name came up so often in the sentencing and the arguments from both sides uh, on both sides and spoda's Attorneys, defense attorneys, and McPartland's defense attorneys brought up Jimmy Burke in, in the sense, and I'm doing the, the shorthand version of it, basically saying, well, he's the one who did this. Jimmy Burke's the one who did this. Don't give these guys the same amount of time you gave Jimmy Burke. But when they said Jimmy Burke, they said Jimmy Burke as if everybody in the world knows Jimmy Burke. Or, and I'm talking about the defense attorneys here, McPartland's defense attorney and Spoda's criminal defense attorney. They were saying, oh, Jimmy Burke, when you're Jimmy Burke. The prosecutors, when they said Jimmy Burke, Jimmy Burke, Jimmy Burke, they almost said it like everybody knows Jimmy Burke is a criminal. Of course, he did the 46 months. But they said it like so knowingly that we all knew that everybody listening, the judge knew, that Jimmy Burke, you know, Jimmy Burke. I'll remind you, Jimmy Burke was appointed by Steve Ballone. When you hear Jimmy Burke's name and you hear these people saying, 
basically, you know, criminal Jimmy Burke, criminal mastermind Jimmy Burke, criminal thug Jimmy Burke. Steve Ballone put him in charge of the whole police department in Suffolk County. Steve Ballone appointed Jimmy Burke, and it started all of this. This is almost unbelievable, right? It's almost unbelievable. The the fact that they would get he'd get Jimmy Burke in there with two thousand page internal affairs report that McPartland tried to get and and destroy. Tim Sinney, the the current DA, handled uh, Jimmy Burke for fifteen months. He handled he didn't handle anything, right? Uh, he he was his boss for 15 months did nothing to get rid of him he didn't fire him he didn't discipline him Steve Ballone was his boss the whole time they left mutually Jimmy Burke Steve Ballone put out a mutual statement and again by the way I talked to yesterday I talked to a dear friend of Jimmy Burke's Dear friend of Jimmy Burke, and I said, "What does what does Jimmy think of what does Jimmy think of uh, Ballone?" He says he loves Steve. And I said, "Wow, yeah." He, st- he said, "Yeah, yeah." Steve's st- stuck by Jimmy, and Jimmy's stuck by Steve. Those guys were tight. I don't know if they're still tight. Those guys were tight. Just think about it. I know a guy who walked up to Steve Ballone. Right after the Loeb thing became the Loeb thing, I'm, it's like I'm minimizing. After it was understood that Jimmy Burke beat the crap out of this guy who was handcuffed, a prisoner who was handcuffed, Christopher Loeb. And there's this guy I know. I'm not going to give his name. He said it on background so I could use it, but I can't say his name. And he saw Steve and he says, uh, he said, wow, you heard about this. So you got to discipline Jimmy Burke. And Ballone turned white and he said, Jimmy Burke? No, I'm not going to. What are you talking about? I'm not going to discipline Jimmy Burke. And the guy said, well, you, you got to discipline him, right? He beat the hell out of this guy. He was handcuffed and he was like, no way. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. And he was like scared, like even of the thought. That's Steve, Steve that's Governor Ballone right there. And then to cover up this insanity, not the the serial killing, which is a whole other story, but to cover up the beating of of Christopher Loeb, it took down Spoda and McPartland and took them down and is sending them to prison for five years. If you went to Hollywood to any studio in Hollywood and gave them a treatment and said, here's, here's the most corrupt county exec that you could ever imagine. His police chief, his DA, his uh, head, well, the DA's head of political corruption who was covering up his hand-picked DA, they all went to jail, these guys. Plus, he's covering up a serial killing. And he and his new handpicked DA, Tim Sinney, didn't even discipline Jimmy Burke when they were his boss after they knew we beat this guy up that led to three people going to jail. Burke, not jail, prison, by the way. Burke, Spoda, and McPartland. 
the administration. Well, the Bologna administration, if you put a treatment together for Hollywood, they would laugh at you. They would say no one would believe this kind of corruption. It's silly. It's, it's too outrageous. It's like, imagine the first people that brought Sharknado to a producer. They'd be like, oh, come on. This is, this is ridiculous. This is, I, I mean, this is, this is like Bologna NATO. This is unbelievable. It is so shockingly corrupt. And Bologna and Burke together covered up the serial killing. They haven't been in trouble for that. By the way, Bologna, you know, take a look at his financials. He has criminal attorneys that he's paid a lot of money to. But here's, here's the last thing I'm going to leave you with. And it's a trivia question. It's a pretty easy one to answer if you think about it. The feds who wanted to nail Spoda and McPartland for the cover-up of Jimmy Burke. There was one blatant, blatantly obvious witness to call. Would have been great. The county executive of Suffolk County, Steve Ballone. Don't you think they wish they could have called the county executive, Steve Ballone, to testify against Tom Spoda, the DA that he so bravely, right, when Spoda couldn't say a word, he did this big show. Spoda must step down. Didn't say Burke had to stop step down. He could have fired him. He couldn't fire uh, Spoda. But Spoda couldn't say a word. Couldn't say a word. And he comes out and he attacks him. Very smart move politically by Ballone. Very smart move. And, uh, and of course, uh, he called them a crime family and all of this. Why didn't the feds, why didn't the feds call Steve Malone to testify against Tom Spoda and Chris McPartland? The answer is because he had so many investigations against him, locally, federally, he and his friend Bobby Strickoff was so corrupt and also corrupt that the feds couldn't possibly put him on the stand. First question they're going to say is uh, the, the defense attorneys are going to say, who appointed Jimmy Burke to be police commissioner? Well, police chief, I'm sorry. Should have been commissioner, but you know he didn't want that. He wanted chief. Who appointed Jimmy Burke police chief? I did. Steve Ballone did. From there, it just falls apart. Are you being investigated by any federal agencies? Yes. Are you being federal? Are you being investigated, or Bobby Strickoff, or both of you being investigated by local TAs? Yes. It's it's over. <laughs> Spoda and McPartland's people, their attorneys would have made mincemeat out of them. Just ask yourself that question. Why wasn't Steve Ballone called as a witness in the Spoda and McPartland trial? 
they it was a dynamic trial it was a hard-fought trial they called all kinds of cops by the way jimmy burke destroyed the careers the reputations of of so many cops so many you know people that wanted to do the right thing and just wanted to work they got pressured into it by burke and according to the feds spoda and mcpartland with the pushing from Burke, who again was appointed by one person, Steve Ballone. So the feds couldn't possibly call Steve Ballone because he's unbelievably way too corrupt. And again, I'll say it again. Steve Ballone, you are so far ahead of any county executive when it comes to corruption and yesterday solidified it. Two more guys because of you and your appointment of Jimmy Burke are going away for five years. And I don't say this with any, uh, any joy or sorrow. It's just stating a fact. Because you, Steve Malone, appointed Jimmy Burke. It led to this cascade. It led to this chain reaction. And how do you feel? He's asking to run for governor. The feds couldn't call him. Not on a bet would they have called. They would have, their whole case would have fell apart. He's just way too corrupt. Steve Ballone is by far, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. At this point, it's official. Steve Ballone heads up the most corrupt administration in the history of Suffolk County executive that we've ever had. And I don't even know who is second worst. He's so far ahead of everyone else. Steve Ballone, Jimmy Burke. When you hear the name Jimmy Burke, immediately think Steve Ballone. And I thank all of you for listening. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, you've been listening to Al Lisk series our weekly list series binge listen to everything else that we've been doing and we have some very very interesting things coming up and steve you're going to want to tune in for these and uh your pursuit of of governor uh we wish you luck why don't you come on the show and answer some of these questions and prove us wrong prove me wrong we will give you every opportunity to answer but we want you on the show Frank McKay, signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.